Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode of Congratulations is brought to you by the Cash App. Do you want to get paid $5 and also give $5 to charity? Well, right now, if you download the Cash App and enter the reward code CONGRATS, you'll receive $5, and the Cash App will send $5 to the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund. Isn't that great? Uh, The Cash App is the number one finance app in the App Store. And uh, be a good person. Download the Cash App, and they'll send $5, and you're a good person. Download the free Cash App for iOS or Android now. What up? Shout out to Mr. Green, uh, who made that beat, and he keeps it fresh with some new congratulations intro beats. Green Hip Hop on Twitter and Instagram, I think. But uh, the guy was out here last week visiting and uh, hung out with him. The guy's a real underground hip hop producer. <clears throat> He's done some mainstream stuff, mainstream stuff too, but the guy is uh, one of my favorite hip hop producers, man. He's so good. And uh, he produced my favorite album ever for with Chank Smith. <clears throat> but yeah, Butters is breakdancing. You know when dogs itch their back it looks like they're breakdancing every time they do that i think of this song by joe budden that's like pump up a pump pump up a pump pump up a pump 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 it up dude that song you know pump up a pump pump up a pump pump up a pump 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 it up how many times does he try to say pump 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 it up that well, it up. So the last two were two. So that's 16 times trying to say pump. Hey, Joe Budden, you stuttering? Um, so, yeah, it's uh, episode. I don't even know what fucking episode it is. Episode 52. That's a whole year. That's a whole year worth. That's a whole year worth of shows, baby. Um, so it's amazing. <clears throat> it's amazing. And uh, I thought I'd do three episodes or four episodes and then be done. But... We got a whole year, and we're going strong. And um, I got some footage up on my app, the Crystalia app. If you go and check it out uh, on the in the store, you can lo- you can get it and log in through your phone number or through Facebook or through your email, and you'll see some behind the scenes footage with one fire. Uh, we try to keep them under wraps, but oh, my dog is dragging his fucking asshole across the the carpet. Man, dogs don't give a fuck, huh? They're naked all the time and shit. How fucked up is that? That dogs are naked all the time and they don't know. And they, and people come over and they're just like, well, what's up? And then they run to the person and they're naked as shit. 
Animals and humans are different, huh, man? That's one. That's one reason. That's one way they're different. Um. <clears throat> so uh, let's see. I, I well, I, you know what happened actually uh, a few weeks ago. <clears throat> I um. No, not a few weeks ago. What the fuck am I talking about? Wait, I just got a coffee, and there was a guy playing a guitar outside on the thing. Uh, what? There's like, I would say like, outside on the patio is playing a guitar. I would say like 5% of the time there's a guy playing a guitar outside on a patio of a coffee shop at any given time. That's so fucked up. I know we've talked about guys playing the guitar. I hate the guitar. I hate the way it sounds. Bring the ding, ding, ding. That's annoying to me. I hate it. I hate the rock version. I hate the acoustic version even more. Um, but uh, that's an instrument I don't like. I, I'm like a grandpa that was. I'm like a grandpa that was a grandpa in the '60s. I was just like, I don't like this shit. But um, I uh, I watched this documentary called Blurred Lines, and now is it stupid that they called it Blurred Lines because of the viral video that came out the music video that came out six years ago called blurred lines with robin thick now naturally yes that's very stupid they, they called it blurred lines it's about the art world though um and now, now, now naturally is that very stupid no yes it's naturally very stupid now i know some people will be like well you called your special man on fire now naturally that was 20 years ago the movie was and it's also making fun of the movie so naturally shut the fuck up before you even started so naturally just shut the fuck up before you even start okay um <clears throat> But I watched the it, and it's about modern art, <clears throat> and it's about, and I and I and I watch it because I love knowing about art. Don't know much about it, but I love like le- like learning about what artists are good and what artists are bad and what people think and shit like that. And Art Basel or whatever the fuck, you know, all the pretentious fucks that go to Art Basel with your with their fucking tinted sunglasses at night and silver hair. How artist is it to be fucking 50 and have tinted blue sunglasses? It's artist. Anyway, um, they were talking about the difference between <clears throat> the difference between artists that are recognized <clears throat> in history and then the flash in the pan kind of artists that are just like recognized during their generation, you know? Uh, and uh, there's this, there are these, like, I mean, uh, they were showing so, a lot, they showed a lot of art in this documentary. And I think I, I think it comes down to this, okay? Look, there are movies that are made, and this is art, and and buildings that are created that, if you make a building, you're te- you 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 have skill. Okay, if you create a building, you have skill. If you make a coherent film, you have skill. All right. If you make a beautiful piece of art, you have skill. Now that's why it's easy to tell if, like, in the Renaissance, like if the art was good or not, because there was some sort of realism to it. You know, modern art took it all, and people started smearing feces on walls, and was like, "This is art." Now, I think it comes down to. You have to have some level of fucking skill, obviously. It doesn't mean your art needs to be pretty at all. I mean, beauty is subjective, of course. But if there's some level of skill to it, then okay. 
if there's zero level of skill to it, take a train really far away. Okay? This fucking thing right here, the rock on the car. There's a fucking Mercedes-Benz. Someone dropped the rock, a huge boulder on a car and put two eyes on the rock. Now, is there a level of skill involved with that? Now, unabashedly, no. You know why? Because you dropped a rock on a car. Now, you put eyes on it. Was was the rock heavy to lift? Yes. Did you get a crane to do it? Prob. Does it, does it, does it, does it, is it hard to blow up a big oversized beach ball and put it in a room? Now, unabashedly, no. (laughs) Okay? Do you have to have lots of breath? Yeah. Do we all have lots of breath? Do we all have lots of time to do that? If we're going to get paid thousands of dollars for that beach ball? No. Unabashedly, yes. However, and how about one time, like, because here's the thing, Picasso, that doesn't look real. It's not realism, but it takes some level of skill to do it. It looks interesting. Now, does it take level, does it take, does it take any sort of skill to put a bunch of action figures on a bust of Obama's head? Now, unabashedly, no. Does it, does, if, did they make the bust? If they made the bust, okay. That's hard to do. That takes a level of skill. If they found the bust and put G.I. Joe's on it, now, unabashedly, you fucking asshole. And someone will pay that fucking thousands of dollars for that shit. Dude, I saw on the Art Basel one, well, actually, I don't know if it was Art Basel or not. But they had, I mean, my dog's fucking fapping. Um, so I saw an Art Basel that they, that they were selling these rocks that were about the size of somebody's chest on top of each other. And each rock was painted a different neon color. And there were four of them. Hey, you're gaming the system. Talk about gaming the system, bro. I don't think you'll find it. I don't know if it was Art Basel. But there it is. Wait, no, that's not it. But that's what it looked like. That fucking one on the bottom right. Dude, talk about gaming the system. It wasn't that big. It was like a mini version of that. Talk about gaming the system, dude. Oh, man. These guys are marketers. There are these guys that are like, this guy makes these fucking, what was the guy's name who was like this? He's like this older guy and... He he that he made that one that balloon that big balloon on the upper left that's the guy, what's his name, Jeff Coons, yeah that guy, there is skill to that there is skill to what he's doing but he sells that shit he made a big blow up Popeye that looks like this glass fucking uh, uh, fire and used firing glass to make it and so and and created it the guy who owned the Wind Casinos said he wanted to buy it for $28 million. And when he heard that, he priced it at $60 million. Imagine buying a big Popeye for $60 million. Imagine buying a big Popeye for $60 million. And one of the reasons why he fucking made it $60 million is because when he said uh, Popeye, when he eats the spinach and becomes strong Popeye, 
is like how when the art world something about how the art he made a fucking some sort of analogy when the art world uh when there's money involved in the art world then the art world becomes yada yada and everyone was like oh get your fucking white linen clothes and get the fuck out of here and take a train to busan man dude you're a fucking idiot man not not Jeff Koons or D- Dean Koontz, I, I keep thinking of. The fucking artist or the, the, the author that writes shit that's every thriller with one word in it, Shattered. Dean Koontz's book named Shattered. Jeff Koons fucking makes these glass sculptures, and this guy is just murdering it, dude. He's worth $100 million. He's worth $100 million. Now, at least that guy has some skill. But some people put will put like a chair in a room and be like, that's eight grand. Hey, man, I got chairs in my room. You're gaming the system. That's amazing. Dude, these fucking idiot, these new money motherfuckers come in. Because all what happened was people inherited money. And, and that's how it was for a long time. Like you came from like a, a lineage of people with money. And now... You've got these people who can make money in like 10 years. You got people who fucking have Bitcoin rich shit. And they're like, they're walking in like, oh, this is beautiful. And they'll buy the rocks on top of each other because definition of a CUDA, man. If you buy rocks on top of each other for thousands of dollars, you're a fucking CUDA. Plain and simple. You are literally going because other people are going. It's amazing, dude. Herd mentality, babies. Kakunk. Literally, when people are looking at these fucking, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, exhibits. I want. I should come up behind them and fuck them in the ass. Oh, oh, your nose is already facing the same way as mine. Oh, convenient. Slip. Whoopsie. And then people go ow. And then other people come up and like start taking pictures. Like, oh, this exhibit is amazing. They think it's an exhibit because I'm fucking a guy in the ass. And I'm just like, it's like the art world. It's like the art world. And then and I, I just go like this. Jeff Koons made this. Hey, this costs 11 grand. You want us in your house for 11 grand in the foyer? Make the check out to... Chris D'Elia. Oh, man. This guy's looking at a fucking blown up Popeye. Let me enter him. Give me a thousand bucks. Thanks. The art world doesn't keep up with the demand, too. That's the other thing. So you've got these artists that are like, oh, shit. If I don't put something out this year for Art Basel, I'm going to be irrelevant. Quick. Paint four rocks. Put them on top of each other. For real. And then these fucking idiot kudas will show up and be like, hmm. Have you ever, I, I guarantee the most a group of people touches their chin is at Art Basel. In, in, whenever that is. The mo- There's never been more people touching their chin just like, hmm, than in when Art Basel's going on. Oh, I see what he did here. How annoying would it be to stand next to somebody looking at an art, a piece of art? Just like, oh, I see what he did here. How annoying would that be?
Oh, how annoying is it? The art world. <laughs> you know? Dude, look up some bad art. Look up bad art. Art Basel, bad art. Oh, my God. There's something. There's a dollar sign that somebody made. There's a fucking... Look, 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 look at, look at, oh, who's the girl that was in art that, that makes the, she just like hung up naked women, like actual naked women. See, here's the, here's the thing. She hung up actual naked women and she would, they would be like standing on this wall with these like planks and they'd be naked and their tits would be out and shit. It's disrespectful how I'm talking about it. Yeah, they were naked, but the tits were out and it was hot. And, uh. Yeah, you like that one piece with the titties out? <laughs> I want to go to Art Basel and do that. Hey, you see the exhibit with the girls with they they were on the wall and their fucking tits were out? I like that one. That's my favorite one. It's much better than the fucking blown up Popeye because I like to look at it because of the tits. Um, yeah, the titties are out. They're big and shit. You can't touch it, but you can look. Um, so disrespectful to Art Basel. But um, so and then at the la- and then in the last exhibit, it was like her and she was standing on the thing and her titties were out. And that's ridiculous to me, but she's like revered. It's just she's this woman and she's revered. She's this artist and she's revered. And she did this one exhibit. And every now and then, though, a person like that does something that really can kind of touch you. And I guess art speaks to different people in different ways. But here's the thing. If you're a fucking idiot, you look into it. You look into it. You're an idiot if you look into it. And I know that that's the smart thing to do. A lot of people think like, oh, shit, like, uh, you know, but yeah, let's see what the artist meant and the artist and this and that. Like, nah. It either speaks to you or it fucking doesn't. Because she did this exhibit where she sat in a room in a room for like days or like it was like a bunch of hours, at least 24 hours or something. I don't know. It was a bunch of hours, way too long to be sitting in a room. And because she's famous, everybody was around her videotaping her and like watching and like they had critics and like, oh, what's this new exhibit and shit. And she was just sitting there, and her whole goal was to sit there, and then different people would sit across from her and could experience this, okay? Now, sounds like a piece of shit, but what happened was a former lover of hers from years ago came and sat down, and she started fucking bawling, and he did too. And that was fucking crazy. Now, call it art, call it not art, whatever you want to fucking call it, but what fucked me up was it was like that her old... Like, basically, love was the only thing that interrupted what, what she was doing. And that fucking is crazy. She was crying, and he was crying. And to think of these people's history together. And I thought about that since I saw it. I mean, I saw it on video. But I thought about that since... Uh, I thought about that since I seen it almost, like, every other day. And that fucked me up. That, like, love was the thing that 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 that, like, broke her from her... Exhibit, that's it right there. What's her name? No, of course her name is something like Marina Marina Abramovich. Abramovic. Abramovich. Now, of course that's her name. And of course she looks the way she does because that's what that woman would look like. And that's what her name would be. Her name would never be fucking Jan Smith, you know? Marina Abramovich. Anyway. Anyway, she had a tits all out at the end of the fucking exhibit. She had the fucking, she was standing on a wall. She had a tits out. I really like that exhibit, you know? Hey, one, walking into Art Basel. One, please, for the fucking, I want to, how much is it to see the one with the tits? (laughs) 
I heard the one with, where, where's the room with the girl with, with the tits in it? I got singles. I don't know. But then you got people like, what's his name? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Hey, is it Shia LaBeouf or Shia LaBeouf? And, and he did the thing where he's like, I'm not famous. And he put a fucking, and he did the same fucking thing. You know? So it's like, uh, is Shia LaBeouf a genius? An art genius? Oh, the artist is present is what the fucking Marina Abramovich thing was. Uh, anyway, that art world is crazy. I never been to art Basel. Um, but it's a wild, it's a wild thing. I, I, I just, these fucking guys, it's all, this is to me. Oh, you know, what was that? What else was funny was they were talking about how it's like a lot of it is like thievery and, and like. It, there should be regulated. Like, there's no regulation on the art world. Like, there's no there's no union in place or, like, fucking people saying, like, people uh, pay just way too much for art and shit like that. And there's no, there's no, uh, what do you call it? There's no regulations on it. But, but they were saying the government doesn't give a fuck because it's, like, the top 1%. Like, no poor people are involved. So that's why they don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah, they have billions of dollars. Who gives a shit how they're trading each other's money? Which is so true. These fucking assholes did it to themselves. But I like art, though. I want pieces of art, man. You know? I like art. But, I mean, you buy... They were talking about one painting that was $3 million. And, and they... 15 years ago. And now it's $60 million. Imagine if you fucking... Should have bought a place in Dumbo. Now it's $2 mil million. But the Jews bought it. Dumbo. Dude, I could never be an artist like that. If I ever did something like the artist is present and I sat down, I would just be sitting there and then somebody would sit across from me and I'd be like, this fucking guy, you know? Look at this fucking piece of shit. And then I would start roasting him. Oh, come on, dude. Or like they'd have a, like a handicapped guy come like, just for the fuck of it, because they're like, ooh, let's see what you're... And I'd be like, oh, come on. You fucking had to be all PC and shit. Or some baby, somebody would sit their baby on, on the chair, and it would start to fall, and I'd go to, to save it. And I'd be like, you, got, you fucked up my exhibit, you piece of shit. <laughs> or exhibit would sit down, and I'd be like, oh, this is crazy. It's like the inception of exhibit. This is my exhibit, and exhibit is... Hey, dog, we thought we'd put an exhibit in your exhibit. It's the hackiest thing to talk about as a comedian is the fucking uh, pimp your ride. You know, we put a fish tank in your fucking car, but he did it. How stupid was that show? Exhibit, exhibit was, did exhibit just give up? Exhibit had like some bangers and then was like, done. Let's do Pimp My Ride. Done. How much is Exhibit worth? Look up Exhibit's net worth. How much do you think Exhibit is like? And I know this shit is always wrong, but it's got to be, what, $8 million? What do you think? $3 million? Yeah, yeah, that probably makes sense. 
because he was on but but that show ran but it was MTV MTV pays you fucking seven dollars and airplane peanuts MTV fucking gives you forty dollars when you're on a show exhibit you know X Z I B I T Exhibit was publicly mad about the meme that they made about the fucking the uh, the the pimp my ride shit. You know, yo dog, what is it? Yo dog, I hear you like dogs. We put a dog on a dog, dog. Yo dog, I heard you like. I mean, so many of them. But why would he was publicly mad about that, <clears throat> dude? Imagine being publicly mad about a meme. Bro, you did... Basically, that show was a meme. Like, how are you not... (laughs) He's just mad because now he's not recognized as a rapper or an actor, and he's just recognized as a meme. Oh, yeah, you made it worse. Dude, how come people don't realize if you you get bullied or quote-unquote, which is not even bullied, if you're getting made fun of, the worst thing to do is get upset about it. How do people not know that? That are like 40. How do you not know that that just feeds the trolls? Being made fun of is fucking hilarious and it's fun. It's part of the fucking culture. Exhibit hates exhibit meme. (laughs) How about that for a fucking 2000s fucking, uh, what do you call it, headline? It's because of the culture. Exhibit hates the meme. Fuck that, man. You make a meme about you. You get a meme, bro. You get a meme made about you. You know how much fucking, you know how much fucking, you know how much, how many times you get to do the horizontal mambo. You know, there are girls out there that fuck dudes because of their been the guy on the meme. You know, who's that guy that that's this guy, dude. Who's that guy that's this guy in the meme? He was like the first meme. Ten guy. <laughs> Why is it called ten guy? Salads are like plant nachos. Grass is like the fur of the earth. <laughs> Marilized Liguana. So dumb. That guy's face. You know that guy got laid because he's the meme guy. Imagine being that guy. Look up ten guy, guys. Look up ten guy. Imagine being that guy. You know what's weird is... That guy's like 40 now, you know? Ice just floats around in its own blood. That's one of them. Imagine being that guy, dude. I mean, who is that guy? They need to make a... You know there's a documentary about that guy. That's on like fucking Amazon Prime. 10 guy documentary. You know that guy's got... But that's the thing, man. You become a meme. That guy who blinks a lot, he's blinking this much. When he's getting pussy now, he's like, oh, my. That's how he busts a nut. Oh. Fuck that. That guy's famous, dude. Like, I can never make that face again. And that shit was years ago, right? Drew Scanlon? No, no, it was years ago. That that video was from years ago, maybe, no? I don't know. Anyway, one fire is giving me all the incorrect information. Uh, Yeah. Dude, so crazy. I got nominated for a fucking streamy, was it called? Or no, uh, a shorty award? Yeah, a shorty award. So go vote on that. 
best Snapchatter. <laughs> oh, shit. Guys, I got nominated for a Shorty Award. Best Snapchatter. I'm up against Chrissy Teigen and I don't know, someone else and some other people that I don't know. And then also other people that are terrible. But uh, show your boy some love. Um, who's hosting the Shorty Awards now? I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, that's cool. I'm going to read some ads here. You ready? Cash App. The Cash App is the number one finance app in the App Store, probably because all of the babies in the cult have been switching. Or is it because it's the best way to pay people back? Friends, family, coworkers, anyone, really. Sending and receiving money is totally free and fast, and most payments can be deposited directly into your bank account in seconds. The new cash card that they have, which is very cool, uh, is uh, a black debit card that you can design yourself via the app. And it allows you to use the cash that you keep in the app anywhere you want. You get notifications for all payments made with the card directly via the cash app. And you can laser etch your card to personalize it. And it will be delivered directly to you for free. If you download the cash app and enter the reward code, congrats, you'll receive $5. And the cash app will send $5 to the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund. And that's important to us over here at Congratulations. Uh, you want to get paid $5? And also give $5 to charity. Download the free cash app for iOS or Android now. Quip. If you're a person with a mouth, hey, dude, quick quest. You a person with a mouth? Or you got no mouth? Are you like Are you like uh, Keanu Reeves when the guy takes his mouth away in the Matrix? <clears throat> you're a person with your mouth. You, you, most likely you don't brush your teeth for a full two minutes or change your brush on time. Or brush twice a day if you're disgusting. Quip gets that. So they've designed the perfect electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of bulkier traditional electric brushes. It's great. I have one. I use it all the time. I take it on the road. And it's very sensitive to your gums, which I like because I have Scentsy gums. Uh, and because of the thing uh, that cleans your mouth should also be clean... Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist's recommended schedule, delivering new brush heads and every three months, uh, new, bring, de delivering new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Hey, sorry, sorry to break you guys the news, but Quip did. Find out why. Quip starts at just $25, and right now, when you get when you go to getquip.com slash congrats to get your first refill pack free with the Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash congrats. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash congrats. My favorite, me undies. You want to look good with your significant other on Valentine's Day, right? Dude, think about that, man. This Valentine's Day coming up, check out MeUndies Matching Pairs. A unique, fun gift for you and your Valentine. That's a great gift. That's a great gift. If you're going to go, you open it up. Hey, this is what we're going to wear on Valentine's Day. I love you, sweetie. It's a perfect balance of comfortable fit when you're out at dinner, and then you come back, you take off your pants from a romance time, and you got some exciting prints. 
Don't give the same old gift. You get chocolates and all that. Go to MeUndies.com, and that's the best match. And find the best match for your match. Um, I love it. I think it's great. It's also cute to do that. Um, MeUndies are the most comfortable and fun undies you and your significant other will ever own. Three times softer than Cotton Soft. Valentine's Day, get your partner a gift that's for both of you. Order by February 5th at 10 a.m. for free standard shipping so your gift rob arrives on time. 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies guarantees you and your significant other will love your matching pairs or your money back. Get your 20% off of your matching pairs, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash congrats. That's MeUndies.com slash congrats. This will be the best Valentine's Day gift that you will give. Start matching your bottom half to your better half. Go to MeUndies.com slash congrats right now. Um. Yeah. Sit. That's it. Um, I got Tampa coming up. I'm I'm gonna be in Tampa. Uh, I got uh one a few tickets left on the added show on the late Thursday show, but the rest of it is sold out. And uh, I'm working on announcing my next my next tour. Um, I'm doing the artwork and getting it all set. Uh, and I am going to be uh, hitting the country, man. Uh, and I'm excited about it. Uh, <clears throat> I was at the Pasadena Ice House this past weekend. Man, the Ice House is awesome. I did four shows there, and uh, it was great. Uh, you got to get out to that club, man. That room is so cool. It holds about 200 people. It's very intimate. And, um, and uh, it was great, man. I love I love doing stand up man. I love figuring out the whole new hour. It's just so fun. When I started doing stand up, um when I started doing stand up, I was like I was literally like a switch went off. I was like, dude, this is what I this is oh, okay. It makes sense who I am now in the business. And I think about that all the time. Uh the dude I the government shut down, which is amazing because it's not blockbuster. The government shut down, which is amazing because it's not fucking where warehouse music. Remember that fucking place, warehouse music with a buy compact this there, um, and uh, Trump was like in two thousand eleven was like, hey, if the government shuts down, it's the president's fault, and now. A president, his fault, according to his own words. Um, I saw a guy on my YouTube channel that commented, "I used to listen to Chris D'Elia on. I used to listen to every episode, but now I don't because every episode he bashes Trump. Blocked him. I got a trigger finger, block finger, baby. I'll block. You understand, dude? Am I a lineman? Am I a fucking lineman? Am I an off, dude?" I've been losing sleep over this last thought. Am I a nose tackle? Because what happens when some when I go online and look at comments, I block. So I think maybe I'm a nose tackle. Dude, I will block you if I'm in a mood. That's the best part. You never know what fucking crystalia he's gonna get. Hey man. Great job, eye roll emoji, trigger finger, block finger. 
Am I, uh, dude, all of a sudden, I became a nose tackle. All of a sudden, there's a cloth tucked into my waist, hanging over my cock. All of a sudden, I got shoulder pads on because I'm about to block you. And guess what? The best part about getting blocked, you never get unblocked. And I mean this, unless you get cancer. And write me and say, I'm dying and I have cancer and I need and you need to unblock me because it's my dying wish. Or you stay unblocked, Fav. You know how many people write me, oh, my friend got blocked. He doesn't know why. Oh, really? If he doesn't know why, even more block, Fav. You know why more block, Fav? Because you just willy-nilly talk shit and don't remember. Dude. You made your bed, lay in it, your bed has a fucking nose tackle in it. You're blocked. Following me, anyone, is a privilege. It's not a right. It's a privilege. That's why it's a privilege if you're a part of my cult. It's a privilege to know the address of the log cabin. Do you want to know where the trail is that leads there? Act accordingly. Do you want to sit Indian style with me outside in patchy grass wearing the same thing as me? Then don't talk shit and enough with the eye roll emojis. I put this tweet that kind of got a lot of tweets, retweets. Sounds so old guy. I put this tweet that got a lot of retweets. And it said this. Um, It said this. Uh, Here we go. Uh, here, Here it is. Okay. I wrote, it really worries me how offended everyone is about everything nowadays. Everyone wants to be on the side of whatever makes them look like a good person online. There's nuance. It's not black and white. People can be right and wrong at the exact same time. And then in a follow-up tweet, I wrote, get off your keyboard and go start a fucking charity if you mean it. If not, then stop typing and go shopping, swimming, exercising, whatever the fuck makes you stop whining like a child with no cookie. I swear to God you're going to ruin comedy and then society. And some idiot fucking chick wrote back to me, Oh look, the guy who's the guy who start on Whitney is worried about ruining comedy. And I retweeted her, follow me on stage and we will see when comedy gets ruined. Now, after that, she shut the fuck up. Because she knew what was best for. Her. Because she the congratulations baby <laughs> Dude, everyone wrote back after me, slammed, and like fucking everyone's throwing gifs and shit. This girl got hit by a wave. This guy put a slam dunk thing. She, like people like, and and then I looked at her shit, and uh, it's terrible. You know, she's one of those fucking terrible feminists that think that everything is wrong, what a guy does, you know? which is hilarious. I feel like feminists are eating themselves, man. Like, 100% 
women are 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 should have equal uh, all the all equality period doesn't matter if you're fucking black or white asian uh woman man who gives a fuck you should all have e- equality you know but dude i saw a tennis a fucking charity tennis match online and the guy there was, it was a guy and a girl versus a guy and a girl and the guy and the girl were hitting the ball to each other and not hitting it to the women and somebody was like this is toxic masculinity hey man dude you're eating yourself. You're eating yourself. You're ruining it. You're ruining your movement. You're eating yourself. You made people vote for Trump who hates women. <laughs> You're the problem. You're the problem, man. You can't... It that, it's just goes back to the Art Basel, th- Art Basel thing. If you're looking for a meaning, you are a fucking cuda. It has to fucking jump out at you, man. If you're looking for a fucking piece to fit inside another piece, you're missing the fucking point. It's like these people who look for a significant other. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to let it find you. Otherwise, it's not real love, dude. Men and women are different. That's okay. Men are stronger physically. That's it. Yeah, generally, you know, there's definitely women out there that can lift more weights than me. But men are physically stronger than women. If you want to argue that, sayonara. You're a fucking idiot, period. Women are better at communication. If you disagree with that, well, I mean, there are men that are out there that are fucking really great speakers and shit, but like women are better than at listening and understanding because they give a shit about people more. I know that because I don't do that. I'm a fucking dude that's like, eee, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 I get it. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass. But my point is, stop looking for the fucking pieces. Okay? Stop looking for the pieces if you're just somebody with a fucking keyboard. How about that? Look for the pieces if you got a fucking, if you're a doctor or if you went to school for 47 years. But just because you hold a fucking sign and you got a short haircut, doesn't mean you found all the fucking pieces, man. <clears throat> I don't know. Movements are great, you know, but they it, I feel like they just eat themselves all the time. Like, uh, like the Women's March is fucking great. It's great. They need to fucking be out there. We need to be out there and support that shit. I just feel like so many of them don't even know why they're there. And I guess it doesn't matter if the end result is they get what they want or they get what's absolutely needed. Um, But it's just so funny, man. Like like the Me Too shit. So many people are calling out this girl whose name is quote-unquote Grace that uh, called out Aziz Ansari. 
and they're saying like, hey, you went on a bad date. So many people, feminists are saying, yo, you're fucking ruining the Me Too movement because this was a bad date and you consensually blew him and then could have left a bajillion times and didn't. And now you're like, he fucking assaulted me. Uh, I think basically if you have... A, if you willingly blew someone and there wasn't a gun involved, you, you know, and nobody's blocking a door, get out. And 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 feminists and women and and men and they're all, it's just like, dude, come on, help out a little bit. Look, if I keep going down the same alley and keep getting mugged, you know. Yeah, people are like, oh, well, don't victim blame. But also, you avoid that alley. And, you know, it's I'm not saying the mugger, what the mugger did is right. But come on, you know, help out a little bit. I'm not saying what Aziz's behavior was fucking gentlemanly. But, uh... I don't know. Now she like fucking single-handedly ruined this fucking movement. I mean, no, I don't think she ruined the movement. I think the movement... Because that movement is important, man. We need these fucking... We need... I fucking... Dude, I want to beat the shit out of guys like Harvey Weinstein. I hate that shit. I fucking hate it, dude. It, 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 there needs to be some sort of le leveled playing field here when it comes to the workplace but dude you went out on a date with Aziz Ansari and he wanted some it's the age old he wanted some pussy and you didn't want to give it to him also why'd you go out with him because he's a movie star because he's a tv star he wasn't doing what you wanted dating you treating like a fucking treating you like a real person dude there's a door there's a door man Walk through it. I mean, dude, he's okay. I'll stop. Let's sit on the couch and watch a movie. Nah, see ya. Oh, okay. Maybe now he'll want to date me. Oh, shit. He's touching my titties again. I mean, this is what everyone's fucking saying, upset about and shit like that. Everyone I talk to fucking rolls their eyes at that story. I mean, I don't know. I know I'm fucking around people that I'm around and not around super uh, left people. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, that that article. And also, here's the other thing, man. If you're going to call out a guy for that, don't be anonymous. You're trying to ruin this guy's fucking career. But, like, hey, nobody knows who I am. Nah, you need to be subjected to fucking... What the fuck you subjected him to? I don't know. I'm sure people are hating what the fuck I'm saying, but I'm not excusing his behavior. I don't know. I don't even really know. I don't know the guy that well. I don't know what the fuck, how he treats women and shit. I don't know. I don't know. I never know. I'm always the last guy to find out about shit like that, man. When people told, people told me what fucking Louie was doing, I was like, what? 
Everyone was like, oh, you didn't know that? And I'm like, no. I had no fucking idea. I never know that shit. I don't know why I never know that shit. People could be like, did you know Jerry Seinfeld is a fucking killer? And, he's, and, he, and he has heads in his freezer? And I'd be like, what? And they'd be like, oh, yeah. There was an article about it in the, in the 90s, but they kind of covered it up. And then I'd ask everyone around. They'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he collects heads. He collects heads in freezers all around the country. He actually has a fucking bunch of places. He keeps a bunch of... He has storage units just full of heads. I don't know. Um... You know Kanye went to Art Basel. There's no way in hell Kanye didn't go to Art Basel. There's no way in hell. If I could bet all my money on one thing is that Kanye West went to Art Basel. Pictures. Art Basel, Kanye. And obviously hit images. There he is. Kanye is at Art Basel. There he is. Hey, what do you know? Hey, how about how he named his son or son? Is it a girl? Chicago. Essaya. Chicago West, dude. Everything that guy does is to get attention in the media. It's just like, it's just like unbelievable. Everything he does is to get attention, good or bad. Look at these articles on us. Go up, scroll up. Khloe Kardashian reveals how Chicago West's nickname is pronounced. I couldn't think of something that I don't care about less than that. Oh, who gives a fuck how you pronounce Kanye West's daughter's nickname? Dude, imagine caring about that and clicking on that. Imagine caring about that. Oh, dude, I got to know how because I'm going to be talking about it and I don't want to be embarrassed myself. Shy. Oh, it's shy. How about how his daughters are named Chicago and North? What the fuck, dude? Remember when Gwyneth Paltrow named her kid Apple? That kid's got to be fucking 35 now or some shit. Apple Paltrow, but it was with it was probably Apple Martin, no? Because she didn't, wasn't it with Chris Martin. Apple Martin. Let's see, how old is she now? Thirteen. Wow. Yeah, thirteen years ago. Um, how about when people are like, "Wow, they got old." It's like, yeah, time happens, motherfucker. Oh, too bad her name's Apple, huh? It's fucking stupid. These are the names you pick. Casey, Kent, Ralph, Jane, Robert, Chris, Matt, David, Dan, Rebecca, Lisa. You know what you don't name your kid? Fucking audio science. Well, who was that one? Shannon Sossaman's girl, girl, and boy, audio science, pilot inspector. Hey, that kid's, there's no way audio science and pilot inspector 
isn't going to go to Art Basel when they grow up. Dude, pilot inspector. Just the visual of what that is is like I imagine like somebody fucking like looking at a pilot like lifting up their balls and like looking under their armpits and shit like, okay, he's good. Pilot inspector. How fucked up do you have to be to name your kid pilot inspector? And if you're if you name your kid pilot inspector, you better wear a cape every fucking day. Go for it. Go for it, motherfucker. You can't be name you can't be naming your kids shit like that and and not go full throttle. And just like you can't be naming your kid pilot inspector and be like, I gotta go to uh fucking uh um, Best Buy today and see what because uh, I got to get a, ca- a fucking a, a SIM card. Let's look at these fucking names. Moon Unit Zappa. Uh, Ptolemy. What? These are the names. I don't even know how they. Poppy Honey Rosie, Daisy Boo, Petal Blossom. These are all these fucking. Famous idiots. Fifi Trixie Bell. Is that the name? Denim Cole. Bandit Lee. They're what? Oh, those are dogs? Well, then what the fuck's it matter? Here we go. Come on. What was it? Go, you go, uh, going too fast? Kid. That's one? Nakoa Wolf, Manakaupo, Namakeha Momoa. Oh, that's, yeah, but that's like some, that's like their culture or some shit, you know? Like they got, like, he's so Hawaiian. Dude, have you seen, even if he's not Hawaiian, he's fucking Hawaiian. Have you seen that video on Jason Momoa where he, he like produced it and it's all about his life and shit? And he's just like throwing axes at fucking trees and shit and he, and, 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 and playing with his kids. And he was just like talking. It's it's so pretentious. Uh, I I like Jason Momoa. I'm not I'm not even talking shit. But that video is just like all slow motion, and he's tickling his kids, and he's got paint on his pants like a real guy. Kids are my life. I never knew what I had until I had kids. You know that kind of a vibe. I'm all about work. I like to get my hands dirty. It's like that kind of a thing. And you keep waiting for it to be like, oh, what's this a commercial for? And then it just ends. And you're like, oh, he just made this motherfucker? And it went viral. And and, and housewives are just like, if I could only. If I could only. Jer- oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here, here we go. This is the worst one, I think, maybe. I mean, I don't know if it's worse than fucking Pilot Inspector. That may be the worst one ever. But Jermaine Jackson has a lot of kids, okay? Uh, he, he, These are all of his names, okay? Jeremy. Okay, sure, Jeremy. There you go. Jordan, fine. But now we're getting a little iffy because it's spelled J-O-U-R-D-Y-N-N. Now, now naturally... You should unabashedly spell it J-O-R-D-A-N. Otherwise, you complete piece of shit. But he did it. Now, granted, he did it 
because he was molested as a kid. That's the thing. If you get molested as a kid, you got a more chance of fucking definitely naming your kid some fucked up weird shit and spelling it in a weird way. Now, granted, lost subscribers by saying that, but got to keep it real for babies. You got to keep it real for the babies. If you get molested, if you get molested, you have a chance. If you get molested, you have a higher chance of naming your kid something weird like fucking moon unit. Or spelling Jordan, J-O-U-R-D-Y-N-N. Uh, Jafar Jackson, there's one. Now, you in Aladdin? No? You cartoon? No? Name him Tom. Mecca and Medina, all right? Mecca, no. Medina, maybe. Here's the one, though, that makes me want to throw myself down a flight of stairs. Your Majesty. I mean, come on, dude. Your Majesty. Dude. Imagine showing up at Applebee's and being like, yeah, four, please. Oh, okay. What should I put it under? Your Majesty. If I worked at Applebee's, here's where I would say, no, give me another name. <laughs> I'll put it under Phil, and you just respond to Phil. Here's your fucking ticker when it buzzes. Come over here, Phil. Your Majesty. Dude, names, fuck names that are where you're like, how do you spell it? Nah. Nah. Roger. Cool. R-O-G-E-R. No, no, no. It's spelled R-A-W-J. O-R. No, no, no. You know what? I'll spell it R-O-G-E-R because that's Rawjar. Hello, I am Rawjar. Moon unit. Oh, Nick Nolte's kid? Brawly King? What are, what are, I don't even know. These names are so fucked up. Wait, hold on. Stop it there. Across his three marriages, John Cougar Mellencamp has collected a wide array of kids with head-turning names. This is real? His name, his kid's name is HUD, H-U-D, Teddy Joe, Justice, but the one that takes the fucking bitch-ass cake, Speck Wild Horse? That's his kid's name? Speck... Wild horse? Wow. If I ever meet John Cougar Mellencamp, I'm gonna literally be like, "Yeah, hey, what's up? I'm Chris. Hey, what what's the deal? What were you thinking, man? What's what what what's, what were you thinking?" And he knows deep down what I'm talking about. That's how fucked up that name is. He would say, "What do you mean?" And I'd say, well, "You know, you know what I mean, man. What what's the deal with with the whole thing? With why you did that?" And he'd be like. Finally, we would get to the point where he'd be like, you're talking about why I named my kid Speck Wild Horse? And I'd be like, of course. Why'd you do it? And then he would fucking put his head in his palms eventually and probably start crying and be like, because I really needed them to go to Art Basel. And that's how the only way I knew that they would go. I needed them to buy rocks on top of each other. I needed them to buy boulders on cars. I'm going to read some tweets. 
Here we go. You got some? One fire? He does. One higher. One higher, dude. Um. Th yeah, that's... Here's the thing. Go, go back to that one. John, at JMA1 underscore. Thoughts on man caves. Now, here's the deal. It's for sure cool and fine to have a bunch of your stuff if you're married. No, you know what, dude? Here's the deal. If your whole house is for the woman in the relationship, but you get one room to do what you want with, you're a fucking bitch. You're a bitch-ass motherfucker, all right? It's okay to have a room that's a little more for the guy. The real thing I have a problem with is if you call it a man cave. It's a room with your stuff in it. That's that. If you say, this is my man cave, even as a joke, you can't be in my cult. I haven't heard this song. This guy's talking about Drake's new song, God's Love. I mean, it sure sounds like a Drake song. More life is Sakak, you know, the name. Um, what do you think of birthday cards with pop-outs and the ones that play music? John Lindros. John Lindros won. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I mean, I don't know. They're fine. You know, I feel like sometimes you guys look into stuff too much. That's not that big of a deal. I mean, cards are stupid anyway. You got to write in it and shit. Just say happy birthday to somebody. <laughs> Wrapping gifts, just put it in a fucking bag. How about that bitch-ass way of putting it in a bag and putting tissue over it like you don't really give a fuck about somebody? You know? You're like, ah, here you go. Here's a bag with some tissue on it. I don't really give a fuck about you. I just cut that. I had a bit about that. I cut it out of my last special, I think. I don't think it's in there. Where it's about people who don't wrap presents. They just put it in a fucking bag with sparkles on it and put pink tissue paper over it. You fucking hate that person straight up. You you deep down resent that person because you're like, oh, I didn't wrap it for you. Um, at Crystalia, are you working any material from the podcast into your stand-up? This is from William Rodriguez. At we crawd, WC Rodriguez 55. Um, yeah, I guess I am. It, but that just so happens. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to do it. Uh, when I do that, it just ends up happening. Um, like I talk, I think I, I touched on some Australia stuff in my podcast, and then I talk about it in the and I'm on stage now, just because I I was I realized that I could turn it into a bit, but that's how I get material is just from talking, you know, with friends and shit like that. Um, anyway, uh, let me look and see if I had a most fucked up Instagram post of the week. You guys send me great shit from that. I love it how I have it saved in my Instagrams as uh oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, gunk uh, Now, granted, the internet isn't fixed. Now, the internet isn't pulling it up. Now, what the deal is now, here's the deal. Who am I mad at? I'm mad at Wanfire because it's his uh, thing to make sure my internet goes really fast. Mm. Here's a good one. Here, here, here's a good one. Oh, I like this one. Okay, guys, you ready for the most 
It's time for the it's time for the most fucked up Instagram post of the week. Uh-oh. The most fucked up Instagram post of the week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gunk. Hey guys, I don't even know if I did this one, but I may have done this one, but I'm doing it again, dude. This is so fucked up. I don't think I did this one. It's this guy, and he's a fitness guy, and he's standing outside somewhere with a shirt on and shorts on. He's buff. And of course, he looks like Johnny from the Karate Kid. This is what the caption is. Tell me the story, bro. Wait. All right. This is actually so good for most fucked up most fucked up Instagram posts of the week, but it's also so good for Safari Instagram posts of the week, all right? When guys look so American but then are foreign, it's even funnier, dude, because it's like they're trying to hide it. And it's not even their fault, it's their face. This guy looks like he's from Sweden and also could be just a surfer, dude. Tell me the story, bro. The story. Dot, dot, dot. What story? Question mark. Dot, dot. Okay, okay, bruh. Hashtag Asia. What the fuck, man? I tell you something. Yesterday evening when I arrived in Zurich. First of all, Asia and Zurich? For one moment, I asked myself, period. If I just awaked from a dream, period. Was that real? I mean, dot, dot. The last week's? Was that real? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Fuark. I cannot believe what this trip showed me. And bro, fuck man, it was no fucking dream. All that really happened. I cannot believe what I just did. I never was in holidays or traveled anywhere. And now I was flying across the fucking plane. (laughs) It's so fucking crazy to believe that an airplane takes me 1,100 kilometers as far in, without stops, and then you get off the plane, walk, period, walk into another world, period. I'm from a small town, man, period. Well, that's odd. I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm a real simple man. All the crazy things that happened on that trip, goddamn, brah, cannot tell you everything. Too freaky, T.O. But I can tell you, I'm like, if you really want to know how it feels like, you got to try it, exclamation point. So I tried everything that crossed my way. No risk. No fun, huh? Shit happens. But funny shot as well, bro. Ha 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 ha. Okay, okay. Should be it for today. Thanks to everyone who were involved. Smiley face. Uh, Chakra emoji. Chakra emoji, yeah. But this is not the end. I got my fucking supplements and now my camera, bro. So I'm ready to go again. I'm coming for more. And then a bunch of hashtags. What? Eh. If this guy didn't kill himself after this. Now, Safarin, Life's Unraveling, most fucked up Instagram posts of the week. Dude, this is his Life's Unraveling. It's unbelievable, dude. How'd you find it so quick? Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, I mean, it's so funny, and I wish you saw the post because he's got fucking, he looks like Johnny from the Karate Kid. Okay. Wow, dude. Just wow. I got to go. All right. That was a great one. I mean, oh, fuck. When I first saw that one, I was howling, dude. Guy's got so many followers. All right. I got to go. But you guys. 
<clears throat> thank you so much for listening. And here's the deal. Download my app and also um, uh, check out my website. Uh, Square Cash. Uh, wait, check out my website for the dates coming up. I'm announcing the tour soon. Square Square Cash. Have you switched yet? Download the free Square Cash app. Enter rewards code congrats. Get $5. Give $5 to Time's Up. Get it for iOS or Android now. New tour coming up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Watch the videos from the podcast. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Dude, and tell people about this podcast because I am i don't give a fuck if this isn't growing. I, I'll stop it straight up. Not even threatening, just will. Uh, Tampa, Winnipeg, Tampa, Winnipeg, Calgary, Saskatchewan, Cleveland, working on dates. Coming up for Denver, Chicago, all the good ones. Seattle. Uh, Man on Fire, incorrigible. Watch my white male black comic on uh, comedycentral.com. Uh, I'm on the show, uh, the pilot of Alone Together, and I'm on a one or two other episodes of that. But uh, thanks for listening. You guys are the best. And uh, I have an announcement coming soon, too, for a project I'm working on. But you guys are great. Thanks, my babies. And remember, unabashedly, keep listening. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs>